afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And joining us uh, to my left and Christy's right is Kyle Dotson. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm good. You're good. You just, uh, you were at Fry's. I was at Fry's. You got a text from me, you go, I'm at Fry's, can I come hang at your house? And I said, no. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you, what were you doing at Fry's? I was uh, building a new PC for, for video games. Just for video games? Yeah, probably I can use it for editing, but mainly it's for video games. That sounds like quite an expense just to, you know, get your thumbs some exercise. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it, it evens out because the games are cheaper. Okay. And what's the theme of, uh, of the fries you went to? It is Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Oh. They, all have a, they all have a theme. Burbank, I think, is Aliens, isn't it? Yeah, that one's like the coolest one I've probably That's been. That's pretty neat. I've only been in two. Christy, do you like fries? <laughs> Um, I haven't been in one in quite some time. Yeah, this one that he went to is literally two minutes from my house, and I, I never, I've hardly ever there. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't, <laughs> go, I wouldn't have gone, like, I wouldn't have gone to go get DVDs there. Right. Because the DVD section there is a mess. Yeah. And they have, like, they have like a whole Lego section now. It's, what? It's quite the Come hodgepodge. That's their theme, hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. <laughs> Now, Christy, you're here tonight. Yes. This is, uh, you are coming off uh, a week end mm. of uh, guerrilla filmmaking. That's right. You had, uh, what was the call time for your web series? Whatever Crew time call. she woke up. Yeah. was at her house. That's true. <laughs> Crew call was 7.30. Mm-hmm. The actors, 8. Yeah. And then we'd start rolling around 8.30. And you'd shoot for how long? How, how 12 long? 12 hour days. 12 hour Two days. 12 hour days, yep. Two 12 hour days, you did five episodes. Correct. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, did did your husband want to keep those cameras set up a little bit, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> um, was it weird uh, having people in your, strangers, in, not strangers, but friends in your bed? Oh, my gosh. Not only were they in my bed, but they would have to stand on the bed to tape the, like, lighting <laughs> stuff to the ceiling. So, so many feet, so many men feet you were need, on my well, bed. Did they take their shoes off of when course, they did it? Of course, yes, yes. You need to burn that, that linen. Oh, I don't know. Did that. you just, like, flip the mattress for them to do that? I just didn't do anything like that. I so, think I slept in it that night too. I'm just. I was so going to say, did you did you change the sheets to sleep in it for the night, or did you sleep in a guest room, or what happened? No, I slept. In you there. just slept yeah. in it. Johnny and Gary went to the Encino Marriott because I didn't want. I need. To, Are you Johnny kidding? could not be underfoot. Oh my god, that's hysterical! So, yeah. The Encino Marriott. Where yeah. is that? I don't even know if I know where that is. It's right by the 405. And the oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right by Sherman. Is that by Sherman Oaks Gallery? Yes, correct. And that's where they said, what did those two guys do? I don't know what they did. Watch some pay-per-view. Hopefully something appropriate. they stop pushing these buttons down. We're really? good now. It's, there was a hum. There was a hum. Not. So is everything up? That one should be down. Yeah, this one this should be down. That's down. down? And those two are up. Sorry. All right. Hmm. Oh, that's a little bit of a rant there for a second. Uh, what's your beef, Kyle? And he would say, it's these buttons being pushed down. I don't know why they're pushed down. They're not supposed to be pushed down. I don't know down. why they're pushed down either. <laughs> People are idiots. Um, well, we missed you at the Oscar party, but I we just, but we know that you were shooting. It was grueling. But how are you? You're happy with the results? I am very happy. What do you think? Uh, when do you think the people are going to get to see these? Probably not for another month. The guys are going to send me something in a couple mm-hmm. weeks, like some rough cuts, and then mm-hmm. we'll edit. And are you going to Netflix it and throw them all up at one time? 
Well, I bought the domain name. Okay. Oh, so Everyone's you're going to make your crazy own, but us. So you're I'm going to put it on, yeah. On your, not on YouTube. It's going to be on your own little website. Right. Because I can control it more. Like, we okay. had a discussion about this. Me and the, one of these, the producers, I don't really, I just remember the outcome being like, oh, I should do this instead of this, but I couldn't tell you the reason But this why. is free content. We're just going to be able to click on it For and watch sure. it. For sure. Free. Charging. Charge yeah, a nickel. Put a donate button up there. Oh, I don't know. I mean, do you, is that worth it? I'm not going to do that. Um, I have a donation button on the Rock Solid podcast um, website where all the um, show notes are. And once in a while, people click it. But it's not like, I couldn't say. And we thank them for doing it. And we thank them for doing it. Sure, certainly certainly we thank you. But it's not like, uh, it's not like every week I go, I got a hundred, like I'm not getting a hundred dollars every week. I'm getting, you know. I'm getting this. All right. Well, I want to have a bigger thing for it. Uh, like, I want a bigger. I bet eight thing. people have donated. That's what I'm going to say. Eight people. Okay. And each of them donated a thousand dollars. So that was pretty good. Wow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. One of our our upcoming uh, uh, co-hosts, uh, Frank from Switzerland. He uh, he donated the most. He donated a hundred dollars. Oh, that's awful nice. Thank yeah, you, Frank, Frank from Switzerland. So um, now this is going to be a quick turnaround for us because uh, the episode, this episode that we're recording tonight, airs right now. It, it's, we're <laughs> it's we're live. live. All right, is going to post next week. <laughs> okay, and the reason it's going to post next week is because next week will be March fifth, and in nineteen eighty five, mm. on March seventh, nineteen eighty five, was when the single, the charity single, "We Are the World," was released. And that's what our show's about today. So it's not when it was recorded. It was when it's released. It's going to be, it's a 30 year anniversary of when that was released. 30 years. I was just thinking about all the cool stuff that we, that went on, uh, in music when you and I were, were I know. in the eighties. We've talked many times about MTV. Yes. And then we had this, we are the world and we had live aid yep. and we had, do they know it's Christmas? And we had so many crazy, great things that we could turn the TV on and see. Yeah. This uh, this sold some some money too, didn't it? This was yeah, it sold. Uh, it went uh, four million, is what it says. Well, but here's my question: Did yeah. that really go to any sort of relief? For some reason, I thought there were warlords that were Uh-oh. taking the money. Like I don't. Did Jeez. it really? Well, even if that happened, the intent was that it would help uh, people. Of course, <clears throat> of course, I applaud the intent. And we uh, and of course, as we always do, we always steal the best things from England. So this was basically we were just yeah. stealing what they did with "Do They Know It's Christmas." I found that a lot of the like, uh, there's a softer, there's a softer rock to to some of these <laughs> artists. I have found, yeah. Um, which you you know me, I mm. love the soft rock. Yeah, I can handle. Getting hit by a soft rock. Yeah, sure. But I just found that, you know, I found that to be true. And, and the, the song itself. Well, we're going to hear it. Okay. We're, for, throughout the show, we're going to play pieces of it. What we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to play pieces of the song throughout the show. And then we're going to play, like, uh, our, you know, songs that we like from these artists that were uh, featured on the, on, the, on the damn thing. Yes. And like um, the assemblage of the We Are The World artists... We, too, has come with very little preparation. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, Q called those people and said, hey, come on. They didn't know the, right. the lyrics. They didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So I think in that spirit, we have both, we're both winging it a little That's bit. That's right. And let me ask you, did, <laughs> did you check your ego at the door? 
Oh, no. Oh, no. You didn't? I brought it full with me. I guess I have to do that. That was the rumor, though, that the sign on oh, the yes. recording studio was uh, was uh, check your ego at the door. And who do you think had the hardest time with that? Billy th- Joel. Yeah? <laughs> I say Waylon Jennings. You think Jennings didn't want to? He's like, I didn't get a line. Willie got a line. Who, who else is? Uh, let's read. I'm going to read. I have a list of the people that were in the room but didn't have a solo. Mm. Uh, of course, Daryl Hall had a solo, so you know who didn't. Yeah. John yeah. Oates. Right. What if they would have said, you know what, Oates, why don't you take Daryl's part? Daryl, you go in the, what? No. Daryl Hall might have had to check his ego. Oh, yeah. 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 I bet. Uh, so we got uh, Jackie Jackson, Latoya Jackson. Latoya Jackson was in there. Yeah, that's right. That might have, that's, uh, she could actually have on her resume, I've sold out four million albums. I mean, as part of the super group, We Are the World. But Sure. Uh, or, or the song was We Are the World. They were called USA for Africa. Is that what the band was called? Yes. Who else is that? Tito Jackson was there. Bette Midler. How come Bette Midler didn't get a solo? I know. I was. It's funny. I was like, I knew she was there. She didn't. Yeah. Dan That's, Aykroyd did not get a solo. No. What's what, up with that? What was he? <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham did not sing. That makes sense, though. Yeah. He's just in the choir. How did some of these people get like... Like, was Lindsey Buckingham asked, but, like, Stevie Nicks wasn't asked? I don't understand how some of this works. I think it was just a last-minute thing. Like, who's in town? But, like, they didn't send out a, an email because it was way before email. Well, they, they, this, the people call the people. All right. Back then, you know, there were people, and they called the people, and they sent the cars. Although, they probably had to drive themselves. Uh, Q yeah. didn't send any cars. No, Q, and again, Q, we talked about this off uh, <laughs> Q is the gentleman who also makes all the gadgets for James Bond. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> I like Christy recreated the same laugh that she did earlier. What do you mean? Oh. You did that same laugh when we weren't recording, okay. so that's pretty good. So either that's way fake or genuine. No, it's it's a funny joke, Pat. <laughs> I have to... I have to. I think it's funny that you're calling Quincy Jones Q, but that is his well, nickname. That's what they call him, and that's what I call him. If you ran into him? Yeah. When uh, I met Quincy Jones the third. Oh, how's that? How's he? He's okay. He had a meeting. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, I would like to meet Rashida Jones. She's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. Um, when Sarah was two, we used to go to this place called Fit for Kids. And one of the, uh, one of the girls that worked there, Tina, um, super nice. And, uh, then one day it just came out that her dad's Quincy Jones. Oh. She's Tina Jones. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to come out when you're at Fit for Kids, but I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. And she just, you know, it wasn't like she's, you know, living off her dad's money. She's out there, you know, working at the kids gym. There was okay. a sign that said, Keep, check your ego at the door. Check your ego at the door. <laughs> so it was a gym. It wasn't like, oh, these are toys that are that fit for kids. So it was like getting fit. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Okay. And when I say getting fit, you would sit in a, a singing circle and then your kid would run around. My or kid like would, you're all sitting around getting in a big fit. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my uh, Sarah was the worst. Kids. She wouldn't stay in the circle. Mm. Then there was this thing where they had these um, things on wheels that you would sit on and push around. And she just like, she wanted this one and the kid got, and she just threw the kid off of it and got on it. And Pilar was just horrified. She's like, oh my God. And that's when we, Tina stood up and said, hey, my dad's Quincy hey, my Jones. my dad's Quincy Jones. <laughs> and if he has to come in here, there's going to be hell to pay. Uh, did you take Johnny to any places like that? Oh, sure. But he just, oof, he didn't want anything to do with anything where he had to 
do something that people were telling him. Right. Like he was in my little my little sketches, my little movies, and he was just having none of it. And he would just and I'm like I'm like I'll give you a cookie. I'll give you two cookies. And he was such an asshole between takes. And then but then once the cameras rolled, y'all, like yeah. he was all like adorable. Like he just turned and it on. How many see how many is he in every episode? No, he's only in Two of them. Two of them. And how many scenes does he have in those two? Just quick little um, things? Th- just three small ones. In his jammies? Yeah, one of them is in his jammies. And oh. his, what's his name? What's his character? Ziggy. Name? His name's Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Why is his name? Why is the kid Ziggy? Because I, I wanted to have, like, Johnny was definitely my first, but I, Ziggy was also up there because nobody has a name anymore. No. I mean, I no. guess no one really had that name. No. At all, but that, that Hallmark card character, right? yeah. Tom Wilson. You guys, Ziggy was my favorite. Like I had the Ziggy lunchbox. I had the Ziggy like letters, like uh, stationery and letter opener. That, there's another thing from the '80s then that we got to enjoy. Ziggy. Oh, Ziggy was so, and it was like, isn't life terrible? Like it was always so, like, <laughs> mm, like a wilted flower in his hand. Or like I had these uh, things you put on your door, uh-huh. and it was like, don't bother me. I'm bored or it would just be something so ridiculous and sad and depressing or like you know into each life a little love must fall like that kind of shit too <laughs> so he was really a little all over the place and then there was one that you said there's actually one that you said shit happens right? he was, <laughs> he was yeah. the easiest one to draw with that nose yeah. the re- bulbous nose yeah. no no pants no pants <laughs> just feet and shirt mm-hmm. yeah he's actually a registered sex offender because of no <laughs> pants you can uh you can find him on Megan's Law website. And Ziggy. how old do you think Ziggy was? He didn't have any hair, so he had to be in his 60s, probably. He's bald. <laughs> I don't know. How old was he? Is there an know. age? I don't know. See if you can find that out, Kyle. Oh, Hall. I don't know that it exists. How old was Ziggy? <laughs> Charlie Brown doesn't have any hair either, that poor kid. Oh, that no. fucking blockhead that kid is. Just a little tuft. Just a little... Yeah. Does it say how old Ziggy is? No. No. All right. Well, All right. Let's get into this. Let's hear some of... Let's uh, let's kick it off. I have a list of the soloists, and the first one who kicks it off... And who wrote this goddamn thing? I think Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. That's my guess. It's Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. Ah. Produced by Quincy Jones and Michael Amartian, if I'm saying that right. And the genre is pop gospel. Seven right. minutes and 14 seconds, and this thing got played on the radio constantly. All right, let's hear a little bit. Let's the first person we're going to hear is uh, Lionel Richie, and then we're going to hear uh, a blind guy, and we're going to hear this guy who is a bit of a cranky a hole, and then we're going to hear a uh, country star who has way too much plastic <gasps> surgery right now. Oh, so let's hear a little bit of this. Him. There comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying. Oh, when it's time to lend a hand to life, the greatest gift of all. We can't go on. That's James Ingram. Pretending day by day. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's, that's Kenny Rogers. That's him. Somewhere we'll soon make a change. There's James Ingram. We all a part of. God's great big family. Tina. And the truth. You know love is all we need. Yeah. 
I think uh, I think Michael Jackson might be the only rock in peace on this whole thing. I think everyone else. No, Ray Charles is gone too, isn't he? Is Ray yeah. gone? Oh yes, yes he died in yes. two thousand four, two thousand. Those are the only. I think everyone else is still alive that was on this. Wow. Willie Nelson's still here. Dionne Warwick. Oh, Waylon died. Waylon did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, he that's died. still. Pretty... I think he died before the towers fell, or right around then. That's still. Uh, that's still pretty good, though. There's a lot of people on this. Yes. Only three are passed. That's pretty good. I think there's right. about 45 that have died from my graduating class in high school. <laughs> oh. How many were in there? 46? There's 46 of us. I'm still ticking. Um, no, I'm serious. We've lost a lot of people. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that, Pat. Well, it wasn't my fault. No, I'm just... I don't... If you were close to someone and lost them... Mm, I don't think I was close... I wasn't close to any of these people, but I knew of them. And there's, you know, most of them were nice. Some not. But um, <laughs> they so, got theirs, huh? That's right. <laughs> so uh, okay, so what we're gonna do now tonight? We're gonna play. We're gonna play bits of this uh, song throughout. And uh, this is a very mellow show. Tonight. It so is gonna be a little mellow. mellow. I have a couple of upbeat tunes, yeah, okay. but and then uh, and also there was a, this. Uh, this was a single, but then it was an album, and there were uh, uh, Steve Perry, the Pointer Sisters, Springsteen. These people all released. Uh, these were all unreleased songs that were on this album. So I'll play a couple oh. of those too. For the home listener, Pat is has the physical CD with yeah, him. Yeah, where do I show? Where's my camera, Kyle? Where do I show <laughs> this? It's right there. There we go. Can we, Steve? Is, Steve, clear, can we get a close up on that? It's clearly from the cutout bin. Like yeah, a, I know. a notch out of it. I was I, I was amazed that I could even find it. Whenever is this I per- a recent purchase? No, it's not. But I remember when I saw it, I immediately snagged it because it's hard to find. So, Steve, are we seeing that? Is the audience over here? <laughs> if you could zoom in on the back. We're going to get a comment like, I couldn't see the the video feed. I, I didn't know this was a video piece. Uh, cover, just a shot of everyone. Uh, probably with a wide-angle lens, I guess. So you get uh, Bette Midler's hips in there. So, oh, uh, stop. Come on now. You know I'm joking. So I'm going to let you play a song from oh, one of great. these artists. All right. I am going to play Paul Simon. Okay. To me, what I loved about Paul Simon uh, uh, solo work mm-hmm. is that as a child like the songs made me think like that's what being an adult is and as an adult listening to them i was like oh i was right <laughs> um this is uh, uh from the 1980 from the film one trick pony a film i have never seen it's not good okay but this uh, song's good right what well, yeah. do you know what i'm gonna play late in the evening yep all right here it's we so go good then I learned to play some lead guitar I was underage in this funky bar And I stepped outside and smoked myself a J I'm like, what's that? What's he talking about? And when I come back to the room Everybody just seemed to move And I turned my amp up loud And I began to play And it was late in the evening And I blew that room away I mean, that song is fantastic. Now, I wonder, though, when I saw it late in the evening, uh, I probably saw it right when it came out. I bet one maybe, Trick Pony? Yeah. One, yes. One Trick Pony. Oh, boy. One Trick Pony. Maybe I'd like it now. Maybe as an adult I'd like it, or I would hate it even more. Mm. You know, because if you hate something when you're, like, I was in, when that came out in 1980, I probably was in 10th or 11th grade. Okay. I mean, if you hate it then, chances, maybe I didn't understand it. Yeah, you probably didn't understand it. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I would love <gasps> it now. We should have a screening. We should have a screening in lunch. Maybe after our sushi what if we that we're a, having at lunch. That's right. We're having a date. You, me, and my wife. That's right. That's a threesome. 
Um, <laughs> what if we uh, What if we watch one one trick pony and then live tweeted it? <gasps> Getting ready to tw- live tweet Ooh. one trick pony. What's <laughs> one trick pony? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm gonna actually play. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the order, oh. Kyle. Let's listen to this. is uh, This is Steve Perry. This was track two on the USA for uh, Africa. We are the world album. This was an unreleased song at the time, and this is called. I think this is a great song. This is called "If Only for the Moment, Comma Girl." song cheesy i'm I, I was just about to doze off but <laughs> it's it's not like, good pat you it's don't like steve good. perry solo um i wouldn't say that that, that just that seems song, a little no no oh i love that song do wow. you really you guys are hurting my feelings. there's a reason it was left off <laughs> i love it until... sounds really nice this oh album. his voice sounds amazing can we release We Are the World? Yeah, what other crap do we have to throw on that? <laughs> I am. I still am amazed at some of the people that were like James Ingram. Was he? Was he that big at the time that he would be well, uh, get a solo on this? Yeah, wasn't he? I guess so. Didn't he have like a duet with somebody? The fi- the that rat movie. The rat movie. Oh no, that was Aaron Neville. What's the one? Uh, Linda Ronstadt and Fivel. Oh, yeah. An American Tale. American That's Tale. Right. Yeah, that was Aaron. That was another black guy, Christy, singing <laughs> no, with uh, no, I know. Linda Ronstadt. Uh, I just thought that was his voice. No, I think, I think you're right there. I think James Ingram did sing a song in some cartoon movie. Or Kyle, a duet. A duet. He, he has a, he won, he got an Academy Award nomination for Best Original Song. For? For Beethoven's second Okay. A song from Beethoven. So I'm not a racist. <laughs> a song, Thank you, Kyle. A song from Beethoven's second was nominated for an Academy Award. So well, when, you, oh, when you'll go crazy on this one, he got back-to-back not Academy Award nominations. So 95, he was nominated for Best Original Song from Junior. Oh, my God. Junior, that, what was that? That was, uh, that was the one where, isn't it the one where Schwarzenegger yeah, was pregnant? pregnant. Oh, I didn't hate that movie. Oh, my God. I didn't twin, hate that movie. And twins. I didn't hate those movies. Were, I kind of loved him. I'll tell you what I do then. love. I'll tell you what I do love. We're off. We're, we're to all Schwarzenegger talk right now. I love Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, that's it's a, a great good movie. movie. I love that movie. I think that's a great movie. It's very cute. Yeah, when he takes the abusive dad and outside, he's gonna rough him up. I love stuff like that. Yeah, and, I, Linda, and the and the f- beautiful Linda Hunt's in it as the. Um, <laughs> As the she never stop really? working, you never stop working because she, she, she always looks good. Pat, what? Ah, <laughs> Christy's face she, literally. Christy looks like she will fall out of the chair. At oh, any he time. is an American tale. It is him with Linda. Ross. <gasps> oh, it is. <gasps> Somewhere You're the racist. There. You're the racist. <laughs> Aaron Neville sang all the other duets with Linda Ronstadt. That I'll tell you, who's, you know who's not a racist? Linda Ronstadt. 
She's willing to work with all these dudes. <laughs> he has a lot of. He is a very merry chipmunk. Is he the go-to animated guy? <laughs> I guess. He has a song in City Slickers. So if you, oh, wow! If so, Beverly if you, Hills Cop Two. So on the on the cover art of Beverly of, of uh, Beethoven Second, they could actually put Academy Award nominated Beethoven Second, and they wouldn't yeah. wouldn't technically be lying because it did get nominated for best song. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. All right, you're up, Chris. You. I are, have another soundtrack. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's hear it. This is a song. That I don't know if you're going to make fun of, or I don't know if people make fun of, but it's one of my favorite songs ever. And when it's on anywhere, I'll crank it. Okay. And I'm not going to call it a guilty pleasure because I'm I proudly wave the flag for Kenny Loggins. Okay. And this is a, a song you may know from Caddyshack. <laughs> I think I've heard this. Go home and listen to it again. That's okay. I'll get my fill of it. That's, in the car probably, later. that's probably one of the most uh, popular Kenny Loggins songs. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go off book, Kyle. If you can hand me the thing, the thing. Oh, right off here. book, off Here's book. What we're going to do. What's I'm gonna, happening? I'm going to go. Oh no! Danger zone. I'm, no, I'm going to no, no, it's not like, danger Is it like Foghorn Leghorn no, no, singing no, "I'm no, All Right" no, or something? No, no, no. This is. Uh, I'm going to play. Return from Pooh Corner. I'm going to play Kenny Loggins. I'm going to I play, love that no, song. No, 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 no. I'm going to play Kenny. Don't you touch that song. That's a great song. I it's like a great that. song. Okay. And I like Celebrate Me Home. That's a wonderful oh, Christmas song. Beautiful. But this is going to be, uh, you, we heard I'm All Right from Caddyshack 1. Yes. Let's hear Nobody's Fool from Caddyshack 2. <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's hear. This is, <laughs> On second thought, comma, Nobody's All Right. Give me some volume, Kyle. This is Nobody's Fool. Nobody's a fool except if you went to see that movie. He even says, back to the shack. How could it not? I know. That's how, that's how, they just thought, you know what, this movie sucks, but let's get Kenny on the soundtrack. Kenny knew what he was doing with the soundtrack. I know we've spoken of that I, before, yeah. but. I like that better than I'm Alright. Really? <gasps> Maybe, Maybe you're just because I've heard I'm Alright. Okay. That times. might be it. Also, I hate that gopher in Caddyshack. That's my least favorite part of it. Agreed. I like that movie. Agreed. That, that, they should just not show it. If they just didn't show anything, I think it would be funnier. You mean you just like just talk of the gopher, but, but we never you see ne- it. You never see it, and then when you see it, it's like a puppet. It's I always forget about the gopher until someone uh, brings it up. I always forget, and then he dances at the end. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's 
such a great kind of closing image to the film. I don't uh-huh. know. But maybe if maybe if that was the only time we see it, we see it like running at one point. It looks oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Some of the great classic comedies of the 80s, Kyle. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to hear a little bit more of uh, We Are the World? Yeah. Let's hear. Uh, here's, well, no, we're going to hear some uh, ladies coming up. Oh, Diana Ross, Dionne Warwick, uh, Willie Nelson. He's no lady. Uh, Al Jarreau. Mm. Al Jarreau got a solo in this thing. He did, didn't I he? know. It's weird. You ready, Kyle? Yeah. All right. It is pretty religious. Yeah. There's Al Jarreau. We are the So easy to imitate that part. We are the one Kenny. Kenny. Hold off. Hold off a little bit. Hold off. We'll come back for it with Kenny and go. But um wonder who, who I mean, I would have never thought to put like Dion Warwick into Willie Nelson into Al Jarreau into Bruce Springsteen. I mean that's that's cute. That is That's cute. cute. That no one would have thought to put a laser and a pen. <laughs> you're going to get the line of the week with that. I guarantee you're going to get the line of the week with that. Q. Made a Q reference. Yeah. But the other Q. Right. Not oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's very mellow. It is mellow and it's do you think nighttime. Will, do, you, do you think Willie Nelson got high like before he came? Oh. Do you think he got high? Leave your pot at the door, man. He was absolutely, absolutely. He was out in the pickup, just burning it with Dan Aykroyd. Are you kidding me? Uh, with Aykroyd. Let's see. I'm going to look at this list. I want to see who is who. Is, who I think was high. Okay, Aykroyd, Nelson, Jennings for probably, sure. Jennings. He was drunk. He was drunk. He was drunk by noon. These Pointer Sisters don't they have a history of uh, substance abuse? I think they do. <laughs> who doesn't? I think they do. Who doesn't, Pat? In well, that group. Well, I don't think Sean Hopper from Huey Lewis in the News does. No, no. he's in there telling on him. <laughs> <laughs> you think Huey Lewis in the News, those guys were telling? Excuse me, Q. <laughs> Willie's out there burning it. Well, Paul Simon hey, said he was burning it. As long as he's in here at 1230, no one cares. <laughs> and But here's a big question. What yeah. did they eat? Because you know everybody has the things that they like to eat. Like, how did they cater this? Like... Did they say eat before you come? Because I don't think so. Because they were there for hours doing the video and eat stuff. Before you go, They're, they didn't just have a buffet. Pulled up an in and out truck. And and um, Dylan probably stays kosher. Oh, so that's sure. a whole that's a whole thing. I think he. Do you think they just called Domino's? <laughs> like, we're gonna need about fifty pizzas. Wants olives. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh... Let me tell you, I don't want no goddamn olives on my pizza. Bruce, you're just going to have to pick them off. Everyone no, else wants that's, olives. Uh, that's you're, bullshit. You have to pick them off. I can't digest yeah, I can't dairy. Do it. That's bullshit. I'm not going to eat the same shit that Daryl Hall eats. <laughs> guy, you know what? I don't. Well, guy, hey, it could be. It's you either eat what Daryl Hall eats or you sit in the corner hungry with I'll John tell Oates. You what I, what, uh, I'll sit with Oates because that guy's, that guy's rad. 
you're up because okay. I just I just played that uh, that Kenny Loggins song. I have a terrific. Jackson, the Jacksons. Okay. Um, they recorded an album called Triumph. Oh yeah. And it was right. It was before Thriller, but after Off the Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the Jacksons, but it's very heavily Michael. But I picked this song in particular because. The song on the album mm-hmm. was called Heartbreak Hotel. Okay. But when I later in my life bought the CD, it was called This Place Hotel. What? Apparently, Michael like didn't know there was an Elvis song. He'd okay. never heard of it. But at the same time, like you can't call something that, like, what? But when did he find out after he married Elvis's daughter? <laughs> I don't know. But it, it's, it, the album, there's a lot of great tunes. And this one is This Place Hotel. <laughs> Some scratching. But they still sing Heartbreak Hotel. Well, right. Okay. It's anyway, love that song. It'd be great if they dubbed over it like poorly. It's like this place. This hotel. But like, don't you just call it like um something else? Like this place hotel makes no sense. No, just no, call no. It hotel. Love motel. Right? The hotel song. Yeah. Love hotel. Love Hotel, that's good. Whatever. Like if you're in a different country, they're like, this place, Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> or this place is Heartbreak Hotel. Like, just use the whole, I don't know. Do you sell bottled water here? No, this, this place, Hotel. <laughs> this place, Hotel. Oh, guys, guys, we can't. Well, uh, can I get gas here? No, this, this is no service state. This place, Hotel. Pat, <laughs> don't it. drag me down with it. you guys. He started it. That most of the emails I say I get say uh, that the episodes with Christy are the ones where you guys really cross the line. <laughs> and I tell my response to that is tell Christy because she brings that energy in the door all the time. Are you okay? Uh, I, yeah, my parents listened to the last episode. With- yeah, they did. They did. They really liked your voice. They, really? Yeah, they, yeah, like the sound of your voice. And, the, and then they say, "Seriously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would they?" I just hear myself sometimes in the playback going action, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to like it's the worst." No, it's good. Ugh. It's a fun voice. Well, my, my parents went. That show's crazy. Yeah, that was their comment. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was that, like, oh, that show is crazy. All right. And I told them they don't. They don't even. Their level of what I said, crazy. If you want to hear is, crazy, you listen to a seagull episode. Do not. It's <laughs> cocaine and girls. Uh, I'm going to play right now, uh, Tina Turner, because sometimes she has just the craziest way of singing. Like she's like a demon or a witch. Yeah. And this is a song called uh, "Better Be Good to Me." Oh yes. Good to 
Was that on? That was on Private Dancer, right? Or I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's um. It's so funny. I saw I saw her open up. This was before Private Dancer was released. She was the opening act for Lionel Richie, and then like two years later, boom, back on top. Good for her. It was like it was just like oh, that's interesting. Tina Turner's opening. She's a legend, yeah. and then she's boom. That how, record was something. How old was she when that came out? That's a good question. She looked phenomenal. Yeah, and you know what? You she knew, still does. She wears the perfect yeah. wigs for her. Yeah, and just she's she built. she wears like, her. She looks and, great. And she wears her age like she wears it like as a badge of honor. She's not trying yes. to do stuff. And I mean, I'm sure she maybe has some little tweaks here and there, but she looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Tina Turner. Do you know her age? Uh, she was in '85. How old was she? Um, she would have been 46. Wow. That is amazing. Wow. That is amazing. She was hot stuff. Hot stuff. And for, for a label to get behind, no one would ever get behind someone right now at, you know, at 46, even if they had, were you know, they wouldn't like, it wouldn't be a big push. Who, who wrote those songs? Like who wrote like, um, what's love got to do with it? I don't even know. Does it say? Kyle. Um, looking, hold on. <clears throat> well, whoever those songwriters were on that record yeah. were... Oh, they put a whole team together, yeah. I'm sure. We want the best songs for Tina. I wonder if Diane Warren wrote any of those. I don't know. I'm slurring my speech tonight like I have a stroke. <laughs> I wonder oh. if Diane Warren... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Diane Warren... Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It was written by Terry Britton and Graham Lyle. I remember seeing Terry Britton's name on a lot of stuff back then. Hmm. Who else? Did he write any other songs on the album? Uh, he's written songs for Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only, you only need a few. Yeah, that's okay. Olivia Newton-John, Ooh. Status Quo. <laughs> Seriously? Status Quo farmed out their songs? Yeah, it's weird. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you got a song for us? I do. I have one that was written and recorded by one artist that was there, Smokey Robinson. Okay. And also recorded by another artist, Kim Carnes, that was there. It's called More Love. All right. It's also pretty mellow, everybody. Let it pursue. Don't hesitate. Make love. She was the original gravelly-voiced diva. I think Bonnie Tyler kind of stole her thunder. How old do you think uh, Kim Carnes is right now? Six. She's got to be 60 if she's a day. 69. Really? Yep, she's 69. She'll be 70 in July. Wow. Jimmy Pardo and I, uh, this is many, many years ago when we first moved out here, we were writing a a pilot, and uh, we wrote uh, Kim Carnes in as the uh, mayor of Pasadena. (laughs) She was going to be a regular on the show. I love that. <laughs> this was before Big Bang Theory. We set our thing in Pasadena. I know that's where the Big Bang Theory okay. kids live, but uh, okay. we we were ahead of them. Mm. But yeah, we're like uh, 
He's like, who's the mayor? I go, Kim Carnes. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, what you say? Kim Carnes is the mayor. He's like, Kim Carnes is the mayor of Pasadena. I go, yeah, why not? He goes, I like that. That's funny. <laughs> so he goes, that's so totally stupid and ridiculous. I like that. Uh, let me see what I got in the hopper. Like, we got to play something rocking because we're yeah. mellowing it out. I, I've got a, I've got a rocker yeah. coming up. Let's. Uh, this was actually this was an original tune that was uh, only released on this album. It's uh, it's uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, and this is a song called Trap. <gasps> I almost, oh, I almost brought this. That's so well, funny. It seems like I've been playing the game way too long. And it seems the game I've played has made you strong. But when the game is over, I won't walk out and lose Yeah, I know that I'll walk out of here again. Yeah, I know someday I'll walk out of here. was written by reggae star Jimmy Cliff. Really? Yeah. yeah. I bet his version's way different than, than this. It's probably reggae, wow. reggae infused. Yeah, that was like an extra... Like, where where was that? That was a tacked on to something, right? Well, like yeah, well, that was just... that was uh, he, he gave that oh, for this album. Okay. It was on the USA Got for, it. for So that's how he felt in that room. He felt trapped in there. Wow. Well, yeah, you know, he they, gave them a good one. So I'm over there I'm, uh, by the hors d'oeuvres. And uh, Daryl Hall comes over. One of his hair went right in my. I had a uh, had celery with peanut butter on it. And it went right in. I was so man. I went oats. Pants on the log. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I was just gonna say something about now, Kyle. Uh, let me let me ask you guys something. Um, was there a time in the eighties when Bruce would put a full on mouth kiss? On uh, Clarence Clemens. You guys, I swear I looked it up and I could find nothing and I thought I was going crazy. It was my favorite part of the last show you were on. I had been meaning to ask that for like months. Literally like someone that didn't know how to word Google. It was hysterical. I I, I don't know if I was just looking up the wrong words. Like I was looking up make out and that didn't come up. The wrong people. Were you you in a library looking at microfiche? Is that what you were doing? (laughs) I will tell you. The first time I ever was on the internet and mm-hmm. could look anyone up, yeah, I looked up Andy Gibb. <laughs> okay, and was there info? Yeah, like I was sure. like, hey, I remember Andy Gibb, and I love the Bee Gees. I want to find out some more information from this encyclopedia, yeah, yeah, virtual world where There's... I could just punch in Andy Gibb and see pictures and find out info. And this was the last week. <laughs> no, this was this was around the time Diana died. Oh, Lady died. Yeah. Uh, if Pilar hears that Elton John version of Candle in the Wind, she immediately will cry. Really? Yeah. Maybe not now, but back then she would. Oh, it was something. What did he say? Goodbye, Lady Die. What was he? What did he change it to? <laughs> Goodbye, English Rose. English Rose. Why didn't he just call her Lady Die? It still fits syllable wise. It's not as pretty as English Rose. Goodbye, did dead just, lady. Did he just redo no. all, of, all of his hits? <laughs> For her. For her. Uh, I remember when I was alive. <laughs> uh, I'm still living, but Diana's not. Is that one? Oh, my goodness. You people. Oh. Uh, I just played Trapped. What do you got for us? Oh, I have Cindy Lauper. <laughs> this is from 1989. And as 
that Paul Simon song and all of his songs mm-hmm. were kind of about adulthood. This song, when I was I was 19 years old, and this was exactly where I was in my life, and I felt this. This is, I drove all night. Oh, this is a great song. I had to escape. The city was sticking crew. Maybe I should have called you first, but I was dying to get to Written by the great Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg. Well, here's what's so funny. I didn't know who wrote that song. Yeah. And I have never heard of these guys. And I'm oh like, God, I'm embarrassed. Like, oh, my God. They wrote uh, so many they, songs. Not only did they write so many songs, because I've got a list here. You probably love them all. I Not only do I love them all, they're all big female anthems. Yeah. By two dudes. Yes. Like a Virgin. It's unbelievable, right? I Touch Myself. Is that one of the songs? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Fire and Ice, Precious Time. Thought you were thrown in a oh, little anecdote. No. Co-wrote, I'll Stand By You. Yeah, yeah, with Chrissy. Alone, <sighs> True Colors, Eternal Flame. I'm like... That's crazy. When I'm you read When you read it off like that, that's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Oh, there were more, but I'm like, I, I can't. I'm so embarrassed. Like, I was just so... How do I not know these guys wrote all of these songs that were... Uh, empowering yes but but yet something that like i like that song when i was in college like i i i know what that feels like i was there like Mm i uh, anyway i'm i've got to write them a letter do you think i'm gonna tweet them tomorrow do you you think they have fu money (laughs) they have to they have to i love that i love that third cindy lopper album i love a night to remember i think that's a really good album and it I don't didn't do know it. it. it didn't I don't do know it. Yeah, I just love that, that song. I have a Cindy Lauper song too, so I'll play oh, this. Yay. This is off an album called Shine, but here in the states it was only released as a four-song EP, but in Japan it was a full-blown twelve-song album. So let's hear the title track. This is Shine. Did you ever hear that? No. Do you like it? Yeah. It's no, I drove all night. But that's, no, that's true. Well, I don't think Kelly and Steinberg wrote it. I have got to get into them. I am. Anyway. Maybe we get those guys in here to oh chat. Oh, my gosh. They're incredible. I know they live out here. They, we got to. I'm going to look into that. That that doesn't seem like it would be. Although I tried to get Diane Warren and her people said Diane Warren does not like to do any interviews. I go, but you understand we're just going to celebrate her career in music. Mm, not interested. 
Unless you want a hit song, leave us alone. <laughs> well, you know. What if during the pod, what if we got her in here and during the podcast, at the end of the podcast, she goes, you know, during the show, I wrote a, a song for you and Christy. And I want you guys to record it in my home studio. <laughs> uh, so let's hear uh, a little bit more. We are the world. We are going to, this, this, uh, this lineup here is, uh, is a bunch of, uh, of uh, kind of wussy dudes. Uh, Kenny Loggins into Steve Perry into Daryl Hall, but then they close that. What are you cocking your head for? Wussy. That's not fair. That's not fair. What do you call those guys? Pussies. No! (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But then, and then we, but like, I can understand putting Kenny and, and Steve Perry and Daryl Hall together. And then they, then they throw Huey Lewis in there at the end. And then Lauper comes in here. I call her Lauper. So let's hear all this. And Cindy Lauper sounds crazy on this song. Crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds like a joke a little bit. There's Kim Carnes. The aforementioned. Um, yeah, that's Cindy. It almost that, that that's the run there when everyone's trying to outsing each other. Yeah, but boy, there were so many great. I mean, just looking at this list and hearing as much as I. Whatever I think about the song, right? There were such great pop artists, huge pop artists that really could sing. Did you not like the song at the time? Also, I just thought it was no. Do they do they know it's Christmas? Mm-hmm. Is something else. like it is? It be it. There's something just more on the nose about "We Are the World." Mm-hmm. Whereas, do they know it's Christmas? It's just a little bit more of a story. It's a little bit more. Um, I don't know, lyrically. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, just that line, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that, that's like on so many levels, you're just like, wait, whoa, oh, yeah, well, okay. Mm. It makes you like, it kind of yes. gets you. Yes. Um, well, how do you feel about the all-star band from Canada called Northern Lights? I didn't know Northern Lights. I knew Hearing Aid. Hearing Aid's the metal guys. and yep. that's, that's I actually have that one. We're stars. You, you didn't bring it with you then? No, did you? I have it oh, on vinyl, honey. It, it is insane. Vinyl. No, this was uh, Northern Lights. Uh, they did a song called uh, Tears Are Not Enough, and that was actually on the uh, oh. We Are the World album. So let's hear a little bit. I think it starts <laughs> off with um, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Wait, no, don't, <laughs> don't, totally don't, don't do it yet. Don't okay. do it. Don't, don't play it yet, Kyle. I'm going to look up. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find out who we're going to hear here. April Wine and Ann Murray. I bet. Let me see if we can find it. Rush. Why can't I find this thing? Triumph. Oh, yeah, very good. You don't know who that is. Oh, Loverboy. Oh. Let's find out. Good for you, though. Did you, do you, have you ever heard of Triumph? Yeah. They had a couple of really good songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is, okay, let me see if we have the, uh, oh, okay, okay, here we go. This is going to be uh, Gordon Lightfoot, then Burton Cummings. Uh-huh. Ann Murray. Yes! Oh, yay! Joni Mitchell. <laughs> of course. Dan Hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Neil Young. Brian Adams. Corey Hart. 
Hmm. Bruce Cockburn, Liberty Silver. I don't know how that guy <laughs> got in there. Uh, Getty Lee, and then Mike Reno from Loverboy. Oh. So let's hear, let's hear this uh, little run here. As every day goes by, oh, I do remember this. Again, we close our eyes until we open up our hearts. It's Burton Cummings. Here comes Neil Young. Sometimes when we touch. Yes. Somehow our innocence is lost. It's Jimmy Fallon as Neil Young. <laughs> Can we look away? Because every single day we got to help it in me Definitely cut from the same uh, cloth. Yes. This is uh, this was written by David Foster, uh, Brian Adams, uh, Jim Valance. Produced by David Foster. Do you want to hear the hearing aids one? Oh, you got it. We're it's on stars. YouTube. Oh, this is insane. Yeah, who's in this? Dio. Oh yeah. Um, Probably uh, Kevin Dubrow. There's a ton. Oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. All those guys. I think there's a ton of. Uh, it was uh, like tw- Twisted Sister was on the list. It's a. How do you spell it here? And then an N. N, and then an apostrophe, and then aid, A-I-D. And this is, um, yeah, go ahead and play some of this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is also like seven minutes long. <laughs> it's a couple of rocking. <laughs> That's Dio. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is really bad quality. So, so if off vinyl, you can hear it popping. Yeah. Spinal Tap is on this too. Alfred. Rob Halford? Yeah, of course it is. I love his voice. I love it. Crazy. Ever handsome Kevin DeBrow. Rock in peace, Kevin DeBrow. This sounds just like Neon Nights. <laughs> it does sound like Neon Nights. It's written by uh, Ronnie James Dio and Vivian Campbell. Oh! And Jimmy Bain, all from Dio's band. Did, um. I was just gonna ask you something, Christy. Okay. I was just gonna ask you a question about my love remember. of Ronnie James Dio. No, it was it was something related, of course, but I can't. Uh... Oh, I know. Did you see the Quiet Riot documentary <gasps> no, no, on Showtime? Is... It's on no. Showtime. Okay, it's good. Okay, because I'm not I'm not that big of a. I'm not really a Quiet Riot fan. No, but I got caught up in all that. Yeah, and when you watch the documentary, then you'll be like, oh, these guys really uh, broke some uh, some ground for some people. 
I mean, as far as uh, they were the first heavy metal album to go number one. Oh. And they went, it was, uh, they, they went, it, it, and when they were number one, number two was Thriller and Synchronicity. Like they oh. jumped over, that's a pretty big deal. That is a big deal. They sold five million copies and, yeah, hi. I, 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 yeah, I missed it. You got to see it. Do you have Showtime at your house? I do. I have all the things, all the channels. What do you have, DirecTV? Uh, and Apple TV and, oh all my God. That, and all that, yeah. You got a Roku? No. You got a Hulu? I do have the what Hulu. What if she said, we have DirecTV and Dish and, and Time Warner. We yeah. have it all. I saw pictures we of their house online. She might have all that stuff. I know. They have a microwave that actually is a TV screen. <laughs> you can heat up your no. popcorn. They actually live and, in the Jetsons' house. They do. <laughs> no. Gary has a, a dog. He has a, he has a, a treadmill a outside. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you're up. I'm up. And it's, up. I'm going to bring it down, but it, in a good way. How many I, of the young listeners have we lost tonight? Oh, we have no young listeners Listen, at all. Listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Rich, who does the show notes, we might lose him. He might just, he might just end it with a bunch of Zs. He might, his old review might be Zs. Zs. Um, that guy actually likes the classic rock, to be honest. He does. Okay, go ahead. I always try with Bob Dylan. Like, mm-hmm. I, that wasn't my thing. Like I, but I did get blood on the tracks. Yeah. And most of it, Great. Yes, There's I agree that with you. Jack of Hearts, Lily and whatever, and the Jack of Hearts. Yep. I'm like, oh, I fall asleep halfway through. But there's some great stuff mm-hmm. on it. Including, Tangled Up in Blue is on that, oh, right? It is. Yeah. But I brought Meet Me in the Morning. All right. Meet me in the morning. 56 and Wabasha. Love it. Yeah, Blood on the Tracks is a good album. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's a good album. I could bring it down. I have a bunch of oh. <laughs> I have a bunch of snoozy songs. But let's uh let's go here. This was another song that was uh that was on the We Are the World album, unreleased track, live track from Huey Lewis in the News. Oh. This is a song called Trouble in Paradise. They always uh, tell a story in their song. It's a lot of story songs. I love them. I actually brought something from sports. Okay. I loved them. I, I saw them at Six Flags. I, I camped out in line. Uh, camped I did the whole, out? Yes. Yes, during the sports tour. I saw them. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I no, it's it. just I, I will defend them too. I saw them. Pop songs. And he's gorgeous. I saw them one in the end. I saw them. I saw them once. At the Johnstown War Memorial, they opened for Loverboy. Okay. And it, I think I think picture this it was maybe just out and hadn't really cracked or done anything yet. And so we, you were listening, we didn't know who it was, but we were there 
early and we saw his whole set and he blew Loverboy off the stage. I mean, those guys hit it and they did not stop moving and grooving the whole time. Right? And we were like, they work hard. Like, Who's this? They do. Yeah. Well, they're working for a living. When yeah. You, when you said you saw them at Six Flags, I thought you meant you were at Six Flags once. And they were and just they were there, hanging oh, no, out. No, no, no. They used to have the roller coasters. This, you could see, I saw Adamant there. I saw wow, that's Cheap pretty Trick. Great. Six Flags where? What? Over what, Texas. And, um, Six Flags over like Texas. Arlington, Texas, in between Fort Worth and Dallas. You could go and see bands there. and They don't do that. that stuff anymore. They don't do that anymore. No bands there, right? They have Daffy walking around. They have Daffy. Daffy. You mean Daffy Duck? Yeah. Yeah. Is that they're the Warner Brothers characters are there? Yeah. Six Flags. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, All right. Oh, I'm going to play something from sports. Yes, please. Now, I love the song. I'm just going to say it. So uh-huh. it's bad as bad. Come on, it's funny. I love it. When I'm Story. To see my cousin plays guitar, sound like a chainsaw. Buzzing. In the crowd, I see his mom and dad. I say, hey, hey, uncle, man, your son is bad. It is fun. Man, your son is bad. Here's the I mean, thing. That's funny. Uh, and this is this is even recently. I would I would have said that you know whose music probably doesn't really hold up right anymore is Huey Lewis. Maybe. But and then April yelled at me about that because she loves Huey Lewis. Really? Like crazy yeah. loves him. Yeah. Dude, you're wrong. Yeah. He's the man. I listen to him on the reg. The whole thing. So. Uh, <laughs> So then I gave it another chance. And I do I do love the picture of this album. I really, really love yeah, that, that top to bottom. Yeah. But and this then, is and, and that by the way, that video, it's basically just Huey Lewis mm-hmm. in the news walking around. Yeah. Here's the thing with <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news and the videos. The videos are so indelible. You know, I mean, is that the word I want to use? They're so in my head. Yes. That when yes. I hear the music, I can't get the the visuals and the and the videos are, are kinda goofy, cheesy, funny. But it kind of, those those videos kind of taint the songs for me. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes a sense. A little bit. So I think that's the reason. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, 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 you did. Thank you. I oh. flip flopped this, and you just were with me. He's right on it. He's a producer. <laughs> uh, you know, Pardo and I saw Billy Idol uh, last week. Oh. And um, that guy is having a blast on stage. Yeah. And the, I, and the stuff that he says on stage in the eighties, he probably said it like really serious, but now he's having so much fun and his voice sounded so perfect. Yeah. Cause like he, he always sang in a little register anyway, but at one point in the show, he like, he had his hands up in the air and he said, I just want to say, I love you and I love you. And he's pointing to all areas of the <laughs> arena. And then he goes, he goes, because you have made my fucking life fantastic <laughs> and he was like and i'm like he means it he's like, yeah. he's like yeah man and steve stevens was there they, they just they were so good so great yeah i told you i saw them at that at the happy madison uh christmas oh, that's we talked right. about that. yeah. yeah yeah and i it he came off like that like mm-hmm. you know what i'm happy to be here i'm gonna sing these songs that you yep. all know and mm-hmm. have a good time doing it and 
You gotta love that. Uh, two sold out shows at the Wiltern. Wow. I don't like when they swear during Moni Moni though. Yeah, I don't. Who either. started that? I'm mad at the person who started that. You know, I, I don't, don't like Moni Moni. <laughs> so, well, it's not my favorite, but no, uh, I, I, yeah, I would rather him sing something else than Moni Moni. But, but I can remember because this is before the internet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, um, we were at uh, the national cheerleader competition mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. Oh, and we had performed, you know, the day before. Yeah. We ended up only getting, getting 17th in the land, mm-hmm. which was just piss poor. But which which cheerleader brought you down? Oh me! Oh you, you, me! You weren't good. Oh no! How'd you get on the squad? Um, push up, bra. Out push up, bra. Four years. I tried out four years. <laughs> okay. And I finally made it my final year because that year there were only thirteen girls trying out mm. for twelve spots. Okay. And there was one girl that was just that much less good at cheerleading did than you ta- me. Did you Tanya Hardinger? No. <laughs> Crowbar. I earned it. But anyway, we were, it was, there was like a party, you know, and all the cheerleaders were there. And so there were cheerleaders from all over, you know, the land. Mm-hmm. And they were chanting that when the song played. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they saying? Yeah. Like, what is this? What's happening? And yeah. then I'm like, oh, this is, I guess, a thing people do. Yeah. And Billy sang it like that on stage, too. Oh. <gasps> No, he'd sing, he'd sing "Hey motherfuckers," and oh. then everyone would go get laid, get fucked. I'm like that. that this is I don't like this. I don't either. I don't is it like, because we're parents? I never liked it. I never thought and yeah. because it's like as soon as that song comes on, if you're like at a bar, or any <laughs> even even at places where it's not appropriate to yell, get laid, get fucked, <laughs> bar mitzvah, I'm like get laid, get no, 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 don't yell that. It's not part of the song, right? It's like it's like when Neil Diamond sings "Sweet Caroline" in concert now, and people go "bum bum bum." I hate that. Yeah, that's not that's all like sports arena. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, you're right. It is. That's, that's where, where it that came from. from. You know what? You have Cotton Eye Joe. That's your song, sports arenas. Yeah, you have that shit song. Do you like that song? <laughs> I don't even know if that's I know. So what it is. funny that you would because we would do the Cotton Eye Joe when I I'm growing up in Texas. Uh-huh. I knew how to. Perform the Cotton Eye Joe. I'm surprised. I don't know that that's played at oh, sporting. It's, go events. to a sporting event. They'll play it, guaranteed. They really? might play it twice. Yeah, when they're when they're twice. Yeah. The, well, when now you're talking when, crazy. When they're setting stuff up and they have the camera around on the fans, it's always Cotton Eye Joe. Really? Yes. Huh. That's interesting. It is interesting. I don't even know where we are with playing songs. Uh-uh. You just played a Huey Lewis song. That's right. Yes. Let's play, let's play a little bit more of that Weird of the World. I want to hear some of that crazy Bruce again when he, they crossfade him with some, someone else. Because <laughs> it's so crazy. It is. Bruce is a little crazy oh, in this. Whoa. It's almost like he's, you know, he's, just, he's in pain. <laughs> so me to take it back to where Bruce was? Uh, just where we left off. He's coming up. Oh, again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You get Bruce in the room. You don't just use him once. Well, I don't know. Can you hear Ackroyd back there? <laughs> Still taking the harmonica out of a briefcase. <laughs> Check your harmonica at the door. That's right, Dylan. did the best he could with that. Come 
one, Bruce and Ray Charles. That almost that verse almost sounds like Dylan wasn't supposed to sing and he just sang anyway. Q's going ape shit. Stevie and Bruce. Stevie didn't even know who was singing. He said, who is that? Who's in the room? Tell me who's in the room. <laughs> he didn't see that song. <laughs> so his ego was Do you think they played jokes on it? Like, you think they like... No. Br- they brought, just move his keyboard slightly. No, they, like brought, they brought him up, and they, but they put the mic behind him and Ray, Charles, and they're like, okay, just... <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, you guys love solos. Yeah, you guys are cool. Did I tell you about the time I saw Ray Charles in concert in college? Did I talk about that? Uh, in college, we would see like Billy Squire at the band shell for free or whatever. There mm-hmm. was different, but um, there was this new performing arts center in Gainesville mm-hmm. that just opened. And I can't remember what the ticket price was for Ray Charles, but mm-hmm. it was expensive for a couple of students. Yeah. A, a friend of, uh, of mine and I went and it was phenomenal. Revival. Like, it was, yeah, it must've been 90, 91 or 92. Mm-hmm. And what, what was amazing to me was, I mean, we were all on our feet the whole time. Yeah. Except when he played... Um, Georgia. No, it's not easy being green. I don't even remember Georgia. I'm sure he played it. Yeah, totally. But he had, like, keyboards here in front of him and mm-hmm. then keyboards on the side. And he would just shift his body to the other one. And I'm like, how is he doing that? How does and, he it, know? and then he will lay his fingers right down, like, he, like exactly, he knew exactly where that those keys were. That is pretty And then crazy. turn, you know, 45 degrees and play this one. It was yeah. amazing. Because it's not... Because if, <laughs> if you're blind and you play guitar, your hands never really leave the guitar. Right. But keyboard and multiple keyboards. That's, Swinging around just, and then just landing insane. right on it. I got to assume backing tracks. <laughs> that's all backing tracks. And there's, Why can't you assume that he is just that good? He's a genius. All right. right. He's a genius. Absolutely. Here's another genius. This guy's name is Prince, and he's with this band called The Revolution. Was he there? No, he wasn't, but he gave uh, he gave a track. Now this track has never is nowhere else but on on this uh, album and this is called Four, the number 4, <laughs> For the Tears in Your Eyes. And this is about Jesus. Listen. And the dumb understand. That, that's how Ray Charles. the tears in your eyes. Many people came from all around to hear this man preach the glorious sound. He spoke a man in harmony and love about. And he died for the tears in your eyes. Your eyes. What do you think of that? I don't connect to it. It's a little, a little weird to me. A little creepy. It is weird. Yeah, a little bit. What if I read the Bible over eighty cents? <laughs> <laughs> Prince, Prince, you know that you you're supposed to write and record a song for this. Oh Christ! <laughs> All right. Oh well. Okay. There's some inspiration. All right. Let me see. What did he do? He died. 
people. I got, I got something in my eye. Got something in my eye. <laughs> well, it's a number four. <laughs> yeah, that makes me. I don't know. Well, that's. But a, that's, I've got some Stevie Wonder, so. I hope. That. I hope. Okay, I have a Stevie Wonder song. Oh, too. you Let, do. Let's do a double Stevie. Cool. Cool. He deserves it. Um. This is from Inner Visions. It's Don't You Worry About a Thing. All right. This one might not be completely <gasps> cued because oh, this Lord. is... Oh, Lord. All right. But this... No, no. It's... Uh, I have it up here. Okay. Oh, that sounded like a motorcycle. Great. Don't you worry about a thing Don't you worry about a thing, mama Cause I'll be standing I read on the internet that um, Intervisions was released uh, for two days and then, or two days prior, and then he got in a car accident. Uh huh. Like some logs, and like he was asleep in the front seat. Yeah. And he wasn't driving, was he? <laughs> no, no. And there was a there was a a, a logger uh-huh. or something or person driving logs. Uh-huh. The logs fell out of the back of the, and he he ended up being fine. Obviously, he's still with us, but. For a long time, he lost his sense of smell. Can you imagine? You can't see or smell? Like, come on. That's that's rough. That is rough. They were feeding him whatever they wanted to during that period. So he, if he couldn't smell, then he couldn't taste. I mean, he was just a thing. Like, just two senses. Seriously. Yeah. But it, uh, he he got apparently he got most of it back and then he's obviously fine, how do you lose your sense of smell in a lumber? Accident? I actually heard it, he, I, it just hit him in the head oh, or like okay. a, something like that. I see. Were they in the wacky if races? The, I know. <laughs> what were they? If the internet is to be believed, Penelope Pitstop overtook them and drove them into a ditch. Well, aren't there? Isn't there like a lumberjack and like a beaver? Yeah, there is. A car? Isn't there a car called Chugaboom and some there's some midgets in it? That wacky races is a crazy. I just, I, I just I, remember. I know there's that. a car called Chugaboom. Chugaboom. <laughs> why don't they make that? Why don't they do like a live action one and put like would, tons of would, crazy comedians I would, in it? I would that. love to make that. That's like one of my dreams. It would get, uh, Will Ferrell could be Dick Dastardly. Yeah, Chugaboom's the one with the, with the Ant Hill mob. The Ant Hill mob, and they're all little people. Yeah. Also known as. They prefer to be called little did, people. Is that what they want to call them? I think them? so, yes. You know what? We'll break your we legs. just call them people. Yeah, right? Why do we have to... We're not called tallies. I certainly are. I'm not. I'm not a tallie. Start calling people tallies. Oh, here come a couple of those tallies. Those regular-sized people. Oh, Look at that average Joe over there. Mm. Uh, All right, what's yours? What your, what's yours? Mine, mine is a, mine's a song that it's not, it's not a stretch. It's not like a deep album cut. But I have always loved this song, so just, just play it. Play my Stevie song. Just look at the word. Oh, Stevie right there. Yeah. I was like, I was like Stevie Nicks. You think he was doing Stevie Wacky Nicks? Racer's no, research for the, his movie. Oh, Christy. Of all songs. I love this song. It is a good song. You know why I got into Stevie Wonder? For a time. Here's why I got into Stevie Wonder. I loved Starsky and Hutch. And Starsky was a big Stevie Wonder fan. 
Seriously? Yeah, he would always pull out songs in the key of life, like when the ladies would oh. come over. He would, they'd actually show the album, put it down. I also had the Starsky sweater when I was in eighth grade. Okay. It was, like, uh, it was a popular show. It's an itchy sweater. Not a good sweater. I had a t-shirt. I don't, I don't think I ever watched an episode, but I did have the t-shirt. Um, tell us about your t-shirt tonight. Oh, well, there is this hipster clothing site called The Cools. Okay. And I stumbled upon it, and I get this email every now and mm-hmm. then just to kind of, whatever, see what the yeah. cool kids are wearing. Okay. And I scrolled down, and I saw this T-shirt. And it, on this shirt is Rutger Hauer, my favorite actor, um, posed as from his starring role in Wanted, Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. where he played Nick Randall. Yeah. And the villain in that movie. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Takes a, gets a grenade put in his mouth at the end. That's right. And I bought five of them. You bought five of that well, T-shirt. I bought one, and then Kate, my friend Kate, liked it. I bought Kate her who? one. <laughs> Just my Kate, friend Kate. Kate Just who? Kate who? Whatever. Kate who? Kate. Kate Hudson. Smithson. Kate, is it Kate Hudson? <laughs> no. And then I bought more oh, spares. Kate, tell us who your friend Kate is. <laughs> Why? Why does it matter? It's fun. <sighs> Kate Walsh. Yes. And anyway, I so I have. Spares for me. Okay. I bought one for her. All right. And it, what was so funny is if, if, at one point they're on sale for like $13 because none of these hipsters are like give two poops yeah, they don't about know, they don't know who he is. But I am like, give me every single It's actually 13. because you bought five. That's why they don't want them. They're like, oh, five people have these? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though. It's my favorite thing ever. I like your hair tonight. It's actually, it's very natural. It's like not, you know, it, it just looks like it's just... I don't know. It's very, it's very freewheeling. Well, because I didn't, I, I got it done yesterday and then I slept on it. I have to tell you something funny about the 25 year olds that I'm working with who I adore, but it was so at one point, one of the cameras mm-hmm. was at an angle where you could see my head mm-hmm. and I go, Oh, I got to get my roots done. And so later this kid is like, what does that mean? Get your roots done. <laughs> and I said, well, women who were 35 and over, we have to dye our hair. <laughs> it comes in a different color than yeah. we were born with. <laughs> it was very funny. What do you mean by that? that Get is, your roots done. Yeah, it's funny that they wouldn't know that, though. I know. I knew what that, I knew what that means. Yeah. Probably because maybe their moms are all gray-haired old ladies. I don't know. I don't know either. They're probably my age. What did they call you? Did they call you Miss Christie? <laughs> Ma'am? Ma'am? No. Oh, someone called, me, uh, someone called me Sir at a store the other day, and I was like, what the fuck was that about? I said, I'm listening to Tegan and Sarah in the car, you punk. Everything is awesome. Yeah. That's what I have and that's of theirs. Um, but yes, because I, I could be all of these kids' mom. I mean, and it wouldn't have even been mm-hmm. in like high school. It would have been, I mean, I would have still had to give up my dreams, but still it wouldn't have been like a sad age. No. And they could have been my children. Yeah, all that's of true. But yet I didn't feel like, it's funny, I have this friend Alex who, Goes out a lot with, has this group of friends that are young that she goes out with. Alex Alexander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Alex Alexander. And it's funny, I'm like, thinking like, ugh, that doesn't sound fun at all. Mm -hmm. But now, like, I get it. I get it. Was Alex Alexander in your your little sketch? No, there wasn't wasn't a a part for her. I wish I could have, because it's mainly about these two people. Right, I know. So two of them don't even have anyone else in it except them. Yeah. So these, you know, and there's one with a bunch of children, which was a nightmare, but. I can't wait to see this. I know I can't either. You, we have to tweet it. We oh, have to do all the stuff it. we can do. I got it. Is uh, is Daryl Asher coming through for you at all? Well, I I 
never got the cast to, to pose for that stuff oh, okay. yet. So I don't know if we're going to get to do that because mm-hmm. I've already asked so much of them. Two whole days of their weekend yeah. for no money. Yeah. So we'll see. Season but, two, maybe. Oh, season two. Teaser. I'm, I'm Rock you, solid exclusive. I'm telling you, I want to sell this uh, sucker. Do you but have, they seem to have fun, right? Oh, we all had a blast. <laughs> oh, I would so hope fun. they had fun. What if they didn't? I mean, they might not have. They did. Mm, we'll see. You can tell if someone's not having fun. Yeah. They don't return your calls. <laughs> have you talked to anyone since then? Um, just via social media. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do, let's promote some stuff. Let's, uh, Christy, where can we find you on, uh, and I'm going to let you pick a play out song. Oh, I have the Lindsey Buckingham song. Oh, okay, cool. We'll play yeah. out with that. Cause he was in the, he was in the, uh, yes. the choir or the chorus. Yes. Um, so you can go to, uh, rocksolidpodcast.com to read the show notes written by Andrew Rich. Donation button there. Don't worry. You don't have to do anything. Um, <laughs> Let me see if I know who's doing the artwork for this episode. Is uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already seen it, too. Jason uh, Levy did the artwork for this episode. Oh. I'll show it to you after this. Oh, cool. Um, also, follow us at Rock Solid Show. Follow me at Pat underscore Francis. Follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. And where do we find you? Tell us about you. You still that do your hoard blog, your hoarder I blog? I don't. I really feel bad directing people to this thing I haven't written in, in forever. But, but you did write a screenplay about a hoarder. Oh, I've written many things about hoarders. But it's going to see the light of day someday. With, uh, Even and, if it's just me and, and all these kids. And I met the, I met the woman who's, who's going to helm that project correctly. Oh, correct? yeah. Oh, Jessica Bendinger. She's yeah, yeah, terrific. Yeah. You guys make a good team. I know, right? I've never seen you in the room together, but I can tell that you guys would make a good team. We bond talking yeah. about cheerleading. Yep. And she directed music videos too. Did she? Yes. You have to ask her about that. Oh, I guess I didn't know that. What else? What do you want to say, buddy? Nothing. I'm just waiting. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> well, I know. This mellow. It's this mellow It's very mellow tonight. Episode. I just have to pee. That's all. Oh, okay. Have to pee. Well, okay. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that. I, I wasn't making a fuss. Okay. <laughs> um... So that's it. Like us on Facebook. Write a nice uh, review on iTunes. Uh, there's some new cool shirts out there. You can, uh, if you go to the, uh, if you go to the uh, RockSolidPodcast.com, there's now a button there to click. You know, take you right to all the t-shirts. Kyle made a really cool Ramones style t-shirt. I'll get you one of those. Oh, cool! And uh, has your name on it. Oh, but that's right. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you, Christy, for thank being you. here. Thank this you. This is always so fun. Congratulations on your web well, series. We'll Tell see. us what it's called again. It's called Everyone's Crazy But Us. What's the first episode? Does it have a title? You know, I did have the names of the pe- crazy people as the titles, but then I heard High Maintenance does that, so we have to scrap that idea. Right, because right. I don't want to be like anyone else no, on the you internet. Want to be totally different. I want to be so a ridge. And High Maintenance, they're High Maintenance. Yeah, right? True. <laughs> Um, okay, I have one. All right, it's Go Insane. Love it. I love this song. I know, right? Yep.
triple in 